You are only young once, but you can live immature for a lifetime. Maturity doesn't come with age, but with the acceptance of responsibility. As never before, cultures have become the culprit in rape, drugs, divorce, disease, and many other assorted ills. Many say the cause of all this is the breakdown, get this, of the family. My friends, the cause of the breakdown of the family is fatherlessness. Well, hello everyone, I'm Neil Parks, and welcome to the program. Last time out, we dug into the root of all mankind's problems, whereas Adam was guilty of disobedience with God's command of responsibilities. Now, with that said, we're going to keep on this topic of leadership, protector, and overseer as the duties of the husband, father, and men in general, the immaturity of men. It is a pandemic problem in every nation on the planet Earth. Millions of parentless children will become a problem as prophesied by Isaiah in chapter 3, verse 12, where he says, children will become their parents' oppressors. The first Adam in the Garden of Eden refused to accept responsibility for his actions, while the last Adam, the Lord Jesus Christ, accepted the responsibilities for the actions of the entire world. Therein is the difference between men. At one end of the spectrum, some can't even accept responsibilities for their own actions. And at the other end are men who not only accept responsibilities for themselves, but also their families and the world for which Christ died for. First are childish men, but the last are mature and Christ-like covenant men. Let's read Luke uh, chapter 7, verses 31 through 35. We'll read it in the Living Bible. Verse 31, To what can I compare the people of this generation, Jesus is asking? How can I describe them? They are like children playing a game in public square. They complain to their friends, Hey, we played wedding songs, and you didn't dance. So we played funeral songs, and you didn't weep. Verse 33, for John the Baptist, Jesus saying, didn't spend his time eating bread or drinking wine. And you say he's possessed by a demon. The Son of Man, on the other hand, feasts and drinks. And you say he is a glutton and a drunkard and a friend of tax collectors and other sinners. You see, but wisdom is shown in verse 35 to be right by the lives of those who follow it. Jesus told these religious men that they rejected him and John the Baptist before him, that neither he nor John accepted their rules and regulations. You see, 
when men live by someone else's philosophy, that is, rationalization, to justify their failure. Men accept those failures. To live in and with it, it is not only stupid, but immature. We need to grow up. You see, the greatest need in business or ministry is teachability. Now, Proverbs 17, verses 16, let's read it. It is senseless to pay to educate a fool, since he has no heart for learning. Now, with all of this said, God has created mankind to be taught, and God, the Holy Spirit, is the professor. Look what Jesus says in the Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 26. He says, But the Helper, or Comforter, the Advocate, the Intercessor, the Counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, or in my place to represent me and act on my behalf. He, the Holy Spirit, will teach you all things, and he will help you remember everything that I have told you. Adam had the tree of life in the garden of Eden, and because of his disregard, he, Adam, was a fool. To lead the family, get this, you must seek God's counsel fervently. Without the Holy Spirit's input in guiding or leading, it becomes a fruitless effort, resulting in missing the mark as to God's will being first and foremost without compromise. As one man defined it, manhood, he says, and Christ's likeness are synonymous. Look what Paul said in 1 Corinthians 13, verse 11. He says, when I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. But when I became a man, I did away with childish things. Now, with that said, real men have appetites that are insatiable or limitless for more of God. Look at Matthew 5, verse 6. It says, Blessed are those, Jesus speaking, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. My friends, real men are the forerunners of their families and set the example without compromising as image bearers of their Creator. So we will close with this today, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 12. Paul again says, I am allowed to do anything, you say. My answer to this is that not all things are good. Even if it is true that I am allowed to do anything, I will not let anything control me like a slave. I say, let's pray. Father God, 
We just lift you up today. I lift up every listener here today, Lord. The men that are listening, Father God, I just lift them up to you. That they would understand that to be a man, you have to be Christ-like. Father God, I just lift them up wherever they're at at this very moment. For them to understand that they are in leadership roles Yes, definitely for their families, but also for everyone that comes around them to be the witness to other men, that all men would understand that God has created them and put them in the role to lead, Father God, but to be the example like Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus, we just lift up you today. We just want you to be glorified with everything that we do, especially the leadership, Father God, of the men who are in that position. Lord Jesus, I pray that the Holy Spirit would just anoint the husbands, the fathers, or any man for that matter, that they would draw close to you, that their appetites would be insatiable for you, for more of you, to hunger for you, Lord. Lord Jesus, we do this in your precious name. Amen and amen. Well, folks, I just thank you for being here today, and God bless each and every one of you. Until next time, I'm Neil Parks.